if you can keep it. The responsibility of a country is not in the hands of a privileged few. We are strong and we are free from tyranny as long as each one of us remembers his or her duty as a citizen. All right, everybody, welcome to the Chapman and Randy Show. This is Chapman. So, we've been telling you guys about the April 2nd Bakersfield Rocks the Fox show, where the Aviators, Kings of Carnage, Art Machuca, Il Tiempo, and Edema is playing. And we have in the studio today three members from the Aviators. What's up, guys? What's going on, What's man? Up? Why don't you guys introduce yourself to everybody? I know you guys, and I always feel stupid being like, hey, you guys mind introducing yourselves? This, all right, we got this. We practiced it many times. This is Will Slicker from the Aviators. This is Dan. And this is Sherwin, the drummer for the Aviators. Thanks, sir. Um, brief history real quick. I met you two when I got out the Army, like a week after I got out the Army. Uh, <laughs> Sherwin lived across the street, and uh, you guys were hanging out, and I just, over time, just started hanging out with you guys, and you guys were yeah. really cool dudes, man. Just jamming out to some jams. Yeah. Jamming out to jams, man. Yeah. God damn, yeah. that food yeah. smells yeah. good. <laughs> Holy Sorry, shit. Yeah. We're going to have to we're gonna have to get them as a sponsor. Holy yeah, shit. Right? Oh. Keep the food like on lockdown. That's actually yeah. a really good idea, man. To do that, I'm telling you, <laughs> you guys, hands down, and I, I don't really care what any other bands think. I think you guys are the best band in town. Thank you very um, much. Thank you very much. I really, I really mean that. Just and for here's why. Number one, I got your guys' albums. How many? You guys got two outriders. Yeah, right? two. Number three is going to be out number March 11th. Number three yeah. is coming out. I like that flying plane song. I love that song, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool. Good I'm a big fan. You guys do a. Badass set of cover songs too. You guys want to talk a little bit, real quick? Let, let's actually not get ahead of ourselves. Why don't you guys talk about how you guys started and what your guys' whole kind of theme is? Because you guys have that kind of retro sound going yeah. on. Yeah, we started. In, I started the band. This is Dan. I started the band in October or was it September of 2008, actually. And we were just—it was just supposed to be a backyard party that was kind of supposed to be a joke Halloween party at uh, Aunt Bernice's house. Yeah, that's her name, out in Shafter, California. And then from there, somebody saw us that wanted us to play somewhere else, and that's kind of how the first couple years went. And then Gus, who's not here, August Young, lead singer, he's not here. Uh, he couldn't. This is the uh, this is the affordable interview. If he had five hundred bucks, he'd be here for about twenty minutes. <laughs> but he uh, <laughs> he that's joined he joined in uh, September of two or September no not September sorry January or February of uh, two thousand nine, and we've just kind of been trekking along. Sure, when you been, when did you join the band? Two thousand twelve. Yeah, back in 2012. It was like March of 2012, something like this that. This is big shirt. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. And then, Will, you came in uh, October, October of, uh, what, like three years ago? Yeah, like October 2012. October 7th, yeah. So this is going to be your fourth year. This is f- this, this is closing out, right? Yeah, it's closing yeah. out. So you were 17, and that's what <laughs> I think is fascinating about yeah. this band. And yeah. when, they, when Sherwin and, and Gabe, as a mutual friend of ours, introduced me to you guys, they mm-hmm. said, hey, this is a kid. And I was like a kid, like yeah, like, and, and, sparks and, some and questions, doesn't it? And and you were like, and you were like, <laughs> who's kid? Yeah, <laughs> and you were like, yeah, man. And, and they told me, man, that you joined the band when you were seventeen. And yeah, you are one of the most talented guitar players I think I've ever met, and I've Thanks, met quite a man. bit. Thank you very much. Yeah, I used to be on this when I would play on stage all the time with these guys when I first started with them. Um, I used to always get like Izzy Twelve because they. Be beers all around, and I'd have my picture like Dr. Pepper in a corner and stuff. We'd, we'd tell everybody that he was 12. Yeah. He got <laughs> everybody he got, the really did. Really <laughs> he, he, he got really pissed off for a while because I would tell everybody on the mic, I was like, yeah, that kid, yeah, Will Slicker, he's 12 years old, blah, 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 you know, 
This is our not prodigy. Jesus. This is our prodigy kid. And then people were coming up to him after the show and be like, oh, man, you're really good for a 12-year-old. And it would be in the truck later. And he'd be like, damn, quit telling him I'm 12 years old, damn it. <laughs> what the hell? It's so funny because I got out the Army August of 2014. And I moved into this house, and I'm, like, sitting because I had none of my stuff. I had none of my uh, furniture. It was all getting shipped here from Alaska. I had lawn chairs. Oh, and wow. I'm sitting in there oh, me too. Wa- watching a movie on my iPad, and I hear this banging. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and, you know, I, I knew, I'm new to the civilian world. I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> yeah. It's Sherwin banging on the drums. Oh, and, dang. And I was, like, oh, I was like, the neighbor guy plays the drums. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of yes. what got the ball rolling. Trying to put the Purcell sign back on the house. Yeah, and it's next to the drummer. Fuck yeah or fuck no. I right? know. I, I like that. At least you liked it. I don't think any of the other neighbors did. No. I, <laughs> I like it, man. It's cool. It's, explain your guys' sound and kind of like the, I don't know what Oh man, I, I want to start this one out. I think sound is one of the big or one of the key components of this band. We love a good sound. But what is the sound? I think was the question. Yeah, I mean, you want to be a band that sounds like something. Yes. So yeah, you got that part down. Not you guys so are something, shitty minds. Well, something, no something iconic, something classic rock. Yeah, man. definitely not from this any sounds like recently. I mean, they're very old, but we like to sound big because we <laughs> believe you know we we are big so. Well, I think I think I think kind of go more with the question, like kind of like ACDC, Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, like they're the big classic rock arena bands, but for you know kind of a modern take on it, yeah. not really even really a modern take, just like new so- new songs from that era. And you guys, you guys actually don't just play the sound; you guys dress the sound. Oh yeah, you guys like when I remember it's funny because when I first saw you guys, it was at B Riders, right? And it was about a year ago, and you guys were where uh, you guys show up wearing. The bell bottoms. The That's right. The yes. Sashes, and that, to me, awesome. And yes, cool. man. It's another part to the show, and, you know, we all like to look good. You know, it's funny. We had talked about, you know, going to the venue and then putting those clothes on when we got to the venue, but then we were kind of like, you know, let's just show up like that. You know, you live like that 24 hours a day or type of thing. That way people kind of, you sell the product a little bit better. So First time I mm-hmm. saw you guys was at the King show, and I think it was oh. Will. I'm like, holy fuck, this guy's straight out of the... Def Leppard high and dry videos and shit. Go. This guy <laughs> fucking rules. Oh, that's, that's like Hell yeah, that's a either. good compliment. I've never heard that one before. Yeah, I mean, you had the white on, the white pants, and I'm like, holy shit, here's bringing on the heartbreak, and there I mean, go. just yes. all this. Yeah. <laughs> and you're shredding, man. Like, yeah. that's what blew me away is Thanks, the man. intensity that you guys bring, man. Sherman's out there banging the drums. You guys aren't here. This isn't a video webcast, so you guys can't see him, but Sherwin's a pretty big guy, man. Pretty big, uh, big fit dude. Oh yeah, and he's back there banging on the drums, and you got Will up there shredding, and the rest of the band out there. And, and I mean, August is doing a great show with, with the lyrics and everything. You guys yep. are an amazing band, dude. So Thanks, wanted to give man. you guys compliments before we get into conversation. Yeah, I was blown away, man. Yeah. I hadn't seen you guys until that show. I was like, holy shit! I mean, and when I when yeah. I put that Kings of Carnage show, that benefit show, Brian Ryder at B Riders asked, he's like, hey, let me talk to the Aviators, not knowing that I had already known you and Sherwin. Oh wow! And I said, yeah, that'd be great. Now the sounds are a little different. But dude, I the Kings of Carnage guys, they loved you guys. Oh yeah, mad uh, shout out, mad yeah. shout out to those guys. Those guys, yeah, those, metal, man. Yes, yeah, those guys band. were rocking. They, were, as they well. were like, they we came to my house after the show, and I think they couldn't stop talking about you guys. And it was everything I could do and talk to Tony and the guys doing the show on April second to get you guys involved in that. So, well, so thank you very much, man. I mean, uh, yeah, I get it. any conversation that we had like involving doing anything is like you guys were number one that we wanted in from here. Anything that we wanted to do locally, we we'll really appreciate that. Yeah. Cool. You know, and it's like to hear the compliment, best band to Bakersfield. You know, we busted our ass to be where we are right now. We so did. You know, th- it wasn't anything ever handed to us. You know, we work our asses off. We travel. You know, we put.
put in the hours that people aren't willing to do and do a lot of things that a lot of bands aren't willing to do. Yes, yeah, so like a lot of hard man hours, very strict to like, we play a lot of shows. We probably, at one point, Dan, what was our record for like the whole year? We had like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just at the point in my man. life that, you know, whenever Friday comes up, people say, are you guys playing, are you guys doing this? I don't look at the schedule. I just know, you know, when Friday afternoon comes, it's supposed to be somewhere. Yeah, we you always know, We change your life to do this. A lot of people yeah, are willing like to do it. One weekend off and like, Maybe two, three weekends off is more than you would see. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say also that there's a lot of reasons that bands don't last. And so far as the level of commitment that all of us have had to have, because we've all grown up with each other for what? Maybe like a, I don't know, a <laughs> fifth of our lives now with each other. It's it's just weird trying to balance five different lives too. Um, you know, and trying to get everybody on the same page for so many years, is that's a, that's a feat in itself i think oh especially in the modern world with enough distractions out there you know with uh, media and the cell phone stuff and all that kind of stuff it really doesn't help a band yeah, no, yeah. it's hard it's it, hard I, I could, and that's a common theme that i see because more and more i start hanging out with bands i ran and i've been trying to get out there and hang out with a lot of these bands that's what i'm beginning to see is it takes yeah. it's not just the music and if you guys can play well together and if you guys can perform together it's actually getting out there and being able to work together. Oh, yeah, uh, and it, it's the bond, too. I mean, that's one of the great things that I love in this band is we're all, like Sherwin said, we all grew up together. We all seen each other grow. We're very good friends. You can see us smiling at each other up there. We all make each other, like, laugh. and we're hearted. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, very the true, too. Show, you but bond, every you guys are happy. Oh, you guys, yeah. You guys are yeah, you're not going through the motions. Yeah, you you, we're, we're not that band where like the bass player's in the corner. He's like, oh, I hate that guy. And you, Our you bass could player should be. Matt, <laughs> love you, man. Matt Reed, bass. Matt Reed on bass. He's not here. But, we haven't uh, met him yet. <laughs> Matt Reed on bass. We give that guy a handful sometimes, but yes, we love him. Bass players uh, always get the shit. Yeah, they do, man. It's funny. Well, you know... He, <laughs> he, well, he does it with an open bit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I wanted to say also that all of us know our role. Oh, yeah, that's Nobody tries to step on yeah. each other's toes, and we all know what we have to bring to the table, and we kind of take ownership of that. Like you, yeah. Well, well I what? mean, just the moving parts to get five of you guys together to get all one spot for the community. I mean, shit, we have problems getting up. Both of us in the same spot <laughs> half the time, yeah. and, you know, recorded. Yeah. So I can imagine with five. And all we're doing is talking into microphones. I can imagine when you get there you, you go. Know, yes. kits and instruments. Dude, just to add to that, like for an example of what Sherwin just said, it's, it's cool. You know, Gus would be out there doing his thing. I'm like, that's awesome. And he'll guitar solo up center stage. You know, here I come in. It's cool to see that because a lot of bands in L.A., the lead singer's like, I'm not moving. I'm right in the middle the whole time. You know, very like uh, like self-centered in himself. Like he doesn't want to give anybody else. We're very much like Stuart said. We all know our spot. Know whose time to shine at certain points. You know. So I dig the cowbell. <laughs> oh yeah, the cowbell. One of the okay. best parts. Or, no, it's actually called the cock bell. Cockbelt, yeah, cockbelt, cowbelt. Spoiler big alert! Belt. <laughs> Spoiler alert! It's it's yeah. it's broken right now. Well, even the symmetry of you guys on stage together, because like at B Riders, that's a small ass stage, but you guys were doing a show. Mid matter, there's 15 people there, 15,000. Oh, you guys the, were doing, you know, oh, choreographed yeah. shit. Oh yeah, it's one or a million is the rule. That's the aviator yeah. rule. One or a million doesn't matter. If you're there, you're gonna put on a show. You put on a damn show. We played or the thousands, and away. I've ran up and played to the sound guy before. That was cool. And I soloed <laughs> his and I soloed his damn ass Talking off. Talking about dude over at uh, B Riders. No, <laughs> no, this was Johnny. Johnny Austin. <laughs> Johnny Austin. That guy's cool. I like that guy. Johnny cool, Austin. You know what's man. funny He's about Johnny? Awesome what's cat. funny about Johnny is our very first show as a band before any of these guys were the band. We're at, was at a place called Venny's. Oh um, yeah. Right there on Union, right? 
And we did this uh, afternoon show for a guy that had passed away. He had no family, but all of the bar people were his family. It was like a Sunday or whatever it is. And the two people that were there, uh, Scott Weaver, who ran sound out there, and Johnny Austin, who helped him run sound, was there at that very first Aviator show. And so for us to be here in 2016, still working with Johnny Austin, it's pretty building cool. a relationship. Yeah, at the time he hated us because you know, we sucked and we didn't know anything about anything. He'd be like, <laughs> Johnny, love you. But now it's just like, you know, what we have him come over to our family's houses or whatever it is, and we party with the guy. So Get all that lukewarm beer while you're yeah. at Vinny's. There you oh, go. It yeah. never gets cold. And and there you go, you know, man. Come up and give us some but stone to have people, cold sayings. Yeah, <laughs> to have people like that grow with the band or be friends with the band or be around for that long is, you know, something really special to us. You guys oh, yeah. traveled to, I think, what, Canada last year you guys went to, right? Yeah, we yes. went to Vancouver and Toronto last year. And then uh, you guys go down to Hollywood a lot. You just did Santa Ana. Yeah. yeah. That's the one I want to ask about is the pajama party show. Oh, oh dude. Oh, for real. That was that. That was no. That wasn't the Santa Ana show. No, no, no. That, that was, was not the Santa Ana. That was Tarzana, Anna. right? Like yeah, Tarzana. Yes. Well, we'll, we'll let them let them yeah, tell how much they're willing to tell. Who knows oh, what they could tell? You know what? In the porn star valley. It's true. It's yeah. true. <laughs> 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 not, yeah, not fortunately or maybe unfortunately. Who would have said Chatsworth? You'd have really tipped it off that you're going to porn yeah, capital. Yeah. There was some tit. Tips in off. <laughs> well, you know, I think I feel like you know, I feel like everybody thinks just because it was a porn star pajama party that it got kind of crazy. I think we've played crazier shows than that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's we've done. True. It was a nambling like show. Sad enough to you say. Know, you know, there were some pajamas. There was some, you know, there was some good looking stuff out there. But the one person I think everybody had knows who it is and doesn't want to admit is that Evan Stone guy was there. And like, look, <laughs> look him God. up. Look him up. You know who that is. He's he's yeah, the penguin costume is pretty that, ridiculous. I wish I had. Man. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was fun. The, you know, somebody asks you for your drink and they have nothing on you, like uh, yeah. Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen to you. Well, funny little side note is my my uncle Bill, who the band has stayed oh, at his love house. You, Bill. you know, like um, Uncle Bill Raggio, love you, man. Um, whenever the band has shows down in L.A., like maybe for the whole weekend, we'll all stay at Uncle Bill's house. And Uncle Bill and Aunt Gia have always been like, you guys, you guys need gotta to play Balladinos. Gotta play Balladinos. You know? so then, he doesn't talk like so that So then I, I finally get a text message from him, and he says, so you're playing Balladinos finally. And oh, I was like, hey, no. man, you probably don't want to go to this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, why? Why? And I was like, just guy. just click on details. And he was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know you ever told him. Maybe, uh, maybe Aunt Gia doesn't want to go to I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> and, Gia, and she loves the band, man. She makes us all kinds of goodies, and she she treats us with all with love. We stayed there for like three days one time. Yeah, yeah we did. How old were you guys when you started playing your your instruments, man? That seems <sighs> to be. Uh, man, for me, I th- uh, this will slicker from the aviators. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think okay. for me, I think <laughs> I think for me. Um, it must have been in 13, cusp of 14. But I believe when I started and I got on stage, like, right after, I think my dad showed me, like, three chords, and I was already up on stage. Uh, he dragged me up there. I oh didn't well do it on my – really, yeah, like, okay. you started kind of late compared to some like – Oh, yeah, I, I really did. When I started playing a guitar, I was probably – like, when I started taking the guitar seriously, I was probably 12, 12, 13. 12, 12, 13? 13, yes. when I took guitar seriously. What about drums, Sherwin? I think I got my first drum set when I was about seven. Uh-huh. They said the drummer's always like two when I was banging yeah. on pots and pans. Yeah. And well, my uh, my dad was a drummer, and um, you know he kind of was always one of those guys. It's like, oh, I was I used to be so good at the drums, you know. So I remember we were putting up Halloween lights w- one year, and he put on the freaking Razor's Edge album by oh. ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> and I was nice. like, Dad, teach me how to play this album, you know. And he literally did. 
he taught me how to play that album, album. It's, it's probably one of the worst ACDC <laughs> albums. <laughs> no, but Thunderstruck grabs you. Uh, there you go. So from from that point, I kind of started taking more seriously. Played in high school bands. And nice, all that. nice, nice. Now, dude, I gotta add something to when I first started playing. The, the my first two songs I've ever learned on guitar <laughs> was "Cocaine" and "Money for Nothing." Really? <laughs> that was the first two songs I've ever. Here, son, I'm gonna teach you a thing or two yeah. about cocaine. <laughs> Here, son. <laughs> no, so Eric Clapton was a huge, you know, influence when I first started. Switch is funny because now I'm rocking and rolling. That's cool, man. Uh, yeah, that, it's funny how like influences affect how you play. Oh yeah. Just totally. watch Future Children better than Eric Clapton did. If you know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about. Don't let him talk. Your next show is coming up when. March 11th at B Riders. It's our CD release party. Actually. Yes, that's yes, yes. yes. The, big, yeah. the big, the big Kahuna show. Yeah. So the CD pr- is that the day the CD gets released? Well, that we're gonna have hard copies there. Hard copies. Yes. Yeah, we're not gonna have any. We're not gonna have anything digital yet for a while. We're we have to work on some uh, logistics of that, but that's gonna be a hard release for. Our, we're gonna have the actual cool. physical album. I'll be sure there. to get that for sure. Yes. Add my other two. Yes. That's cool, yeah. man. That's good stuff. Yeah, awesome. I'll, we'll be there for sure. We'll be putting it out there definitely. We'll it's gonna there. definitely be a huge show. We're not taking like we're not pulling any punches. Oh Everything yeah. we're going, you know, balls out. Yeah, we have Fire the Animal from L.A. They play with us a couple times. They're gonna come up here and do the opening set. And then we're also doing something we've never done. We're doing ticket giveaways. So we have four four different concerts, and we're giving a pair of tickets to each concert. We haven't released the last two. But the first one is Tom Kiefer of Cinderella. If you guys are Cinderella yeah, fans, yeah. and this is sponsored by ninety eight, right? No, n- not this one. The other, oh, okay. the other two of them are. We're doing Tom Kiefer from Cinderella, and we're actually opening up for them in San Juan Capistrano at the Coach House. So that's nice. gonna be cool. Nice. Yes, yes. And then the one, the other one that we've released so far is we have a pair of Slayer tickets that we're gonna be raffling away that night. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. So we we're rigging that raffle, right? So we're rigging we're, it. We can rig- yeah, we're rigging it. <laughs> and I guess you know we can release we can release one more. Today, I think we can do it on the radio yeah. show. Yeah. 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 We'll do, we won't do the last one, but we have a, a pair of Joe Bonamassa tickets here at the Fox, oh, too. Yes. Yeah. I would so love to win those tickets. Yeah, myself. so when you, when you come to the door, you get a free raffle ticket, and every raffle ticket on top of that is going to be three bucks, and you can win more than once, if you, I guess. I mean, if you, if you think you want to. That's cool. If your wallet's big enough, you could win them. Yeah. yeah, last night was Megadeth, and, <laughs> I, and I, I missed that one. Yeah, Megadeth. Yeah. I wanted to catch yeah. that Megadeth show. Yeah. That Slayer show is going to be intense. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know if you guys are into that or not, but I am. To the Civic they're playing, we, right? We, we could jam out Bank. to some Slayer for sure. Civic. It's going to be small, so it's yeah. going to be loud. I so mean, yeah. with that, with that in there, it's going to be, because that thing only holds, what, maybe 2,000 people? Wait, are you talking about the Robin Bank? No, I, no, I don't Civic. think it's a Robin Bank. I think they're playing the Civic. I just have the tickets, man. You know, you come in. No, that'd be awesome to see them in the city. That's Can what I'm saying. It'd be small and loud, and I mean, there'd be a lot of mosh pits going on. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> mosh pit cool. and beer. Yeah, so I'm gonna be there, man. Mosh pit and beer. How many tracks you got today down on this new album? I think it's nine, right? There's nine, nine tracks. Nine, yes. Nine's been a good cool. number. And yeah. what's the writing process like? You guys like it? Uh, it's it's different. Every one, I believe, is different. You know, I think this album. I think when we first recorded, it, it was kind of. I think we had we needed to walk away from it. Now when we're going through and practicing for the CD release party, I think all of us are a lot more excited about songs that we may not have even been excited about yes. before. You know? And, you know, the way the songs get brought up, it's always different kind of every time, but we all try to – we all contribute as much as we possibly can. Yeah, as long as it has the, the aviator sound, I guess. I don't know what that is. The you buy the album, you magic. tell us. Where do you guys record at? Um, we a couple different places, yeah. actually. Most recently we've done this place called Backyard Studio. Out in Lamont with a guy named Jaime Sanchez. Oh, and cool. uh, yeah, we really enjoyed that. Good experience. Good experience nice. there. Yes. I, 
I wanted to say that I think this last album or the 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 latest one was maybe the first one that we wrote songs just for the album for to where we showed up to the recording studio and we never even played them like all together before. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that did happen. So, yeah. so you know, so even <laughs> when we were rehearsing in, in the last couple weeks, like I think we played a couple songs for the first time together. That did happen. Oh, yeah. just track, yeah. just track happen. separately. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went yeah. straight to the studio with it. They were like very pissed. Wow, that's pretty cool, man. Now this is where we're going to see the band fight because <laughs> they're playing together. Hey, fuckers, no, you're doing uh, it wrong. Yeah. No. <laughs> the part's wrong, man. <laughs> I don't think How's anybody. Go, I don't think anybody's <laughs> ever witnessed a band a band fight, right? And we have had a public. No, we've never had a. We, I mean, we've had one or two maybe in public that maybe three people have seen, but, but nothing good. Sherman's chucking drumsticks. And <laughs> and no, nothing good, man. Well, nothing good. I, I think since since the whole alcohol thing is kind of out of out of play too, that that will probably never happen. Okay. Uh, well, we'll I I'm not going to say never because uh, you know, I mean, a good yeah. fight's always a good fight. But you know, recently. You know, we stopped playing. We stopped drinking before and during shows. After, if you want to get a drink and you want to see how fast we can get loaded up, let's do it. But uh, <laughs> save up all the shots the entire show. We were talking about it at B Riders. You know, me, you, and Jason from Kings Carnage were yeah. talking about that, and I, I think that was a smart move. You were talking about P- the week after, right, when we were all hanging out at POD that yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking at that. Yeah, that's right at the POD. Yeah, because I because I was telling you, I was like, on our weekends off, that's when stuff gets rowdy. You know, now you know, <laughs> yeah. try yeah. you know get a, get a but ride and. That probably helps you guys not. I mean, you show up, you're there to work. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, I mean, you're in a band, you're having fun, but you're you're there to work and you're there to like, do what you do best. Yeah, right. I think you know alcohol, and, and that's just me talking. I've been right. so, I've been alcohol free seven months. And you guys, you guys hang with each other. I mean, aside from the band too, right? Just oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't realize I didn't realize how much we actually hung out with each other until you talked to other bands. And there you go. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't see anybody unless we're practicing or unless we're show or if I run into them. You know, Which I don't hear from strange, them. You know? That is strange. Yeah. To, yeah. Like, where's, where's, where's the chemistry at? Or the camaraderie or the, yeah, the bond? Exactly. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's not as bad as it used to be, but I remember it being at my house, and it seems like every two hours or any time I was wanting to do something or whatever it is, the door would get knocked on, and so, or <laughs> someone would just let somebody in. And someone would be at the house for a couple hours, whatever it is, or you know, would be up till four o'clock in the morning, just all hours. Every day, I feel like someone would be at the house, and we're always talking to each other and seeing each other. Yeah. Well, we I mean, it's definitely chemistry, man. Yeah. It's definitely chemistry, and I think that alcohol being a chemical, I mean, if you're going to work and you're going to do what you do best, it can get in the way sometimes. Yeah. Not with everybody. I, I think the worst you know? thing about it is when you've got, well, you know, Will, Will well, his birthday's coming up. He'll be 21, so we'll see how that. When, when we, is this? Well, Dude, next month. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, he never, you know, <laughs> he hasn't had problems drinking at the shows, obviously, because he doesn't. But uh, the four, you know, the other four of us, or in people in past times, it's not when everybody's drinking. It's when two people are, or one person right. isn't, or one person's yeah. really drunk. Right. If yeah. everybody has been drunk on stage, there's no bitching and complaining afterwards because everybody had a good time. Everyone's having a blast. If yeah. t- it's you know, it's always been two against two, or two against three, or one person. And that's when the problems really would come into play. Well, there's nothing worse than being sober and just hanging with a bunch of drunks. Or right. Really, it's right. Dude, insane. I've been doing that since I was like 14. <laughs> He's like, I've been doing that all the time. <laughs> Yes. You know, uh, you're going to have to babysit him for a couple of times. Like, <laughs> you fuckers back. I'm That's a thing, though. <coughs> no, the, I mean, plan, the plan is to get him so bad when he turns 21 for a show or two or after or whatever it is, so he throws up enough times that he doesn't want to do it again. <laughs> nah. You know, I mean, that's a good plan. I want you to shit you blood. But for me. Treatment here. You want to smoke? Keep smoking. There you go. For me, though, I don't know <laughs> if I could actually. Baptized with fire. Baptized with fire. Because I'm sure since he's not 21, he's never tasted any alcohol, right? Of course. Oh, no. I mean, dude, 
Can you imagine me headbanging? what he does. <laughs> headbanging super hard after Did you throw up? You drink so much you can make it throw up and over here. Might be you bad. You know, it works for some bands. Some bands and some groups and some people work together and it's not a problem. Others, yeah. it, it, it's just it's chemistry. And yeah. Sherman had a, that's a good way to put it. Is it's, it's all about chemistry. Yeah. And I, I think all in all, this show on April 2nd is going to be cool. Because it's going to be way because too fun. There's the chemistry, not just among the different bands, but when you get the different bands together, right? It's going to be pretty cool. So yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to be there screaming and interviewing all you guys and having fun. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited about Very it. Very cool. It's going to yeah. be kick ass. The Fuck. thing with chemistry too that I always see like is that Me- uh, Metallica, some kind of monster movie, oh, is man. the fucking greatest oh, thing to is, watch. Uh, Chad, I, Chad, did I watch that with you? I yeah. watched some of it yeah. with you. Yeah. By an yeah. art and James yeah, getting sober, and it's like greatest thing Just ever. A, they're, they're, I mean, you look at them now, and clearly I'm like, oh, yeah. I live, breathe, and die oh, yeah. but you look at them now, and they have nothing in common. I mean, a little bit. I take that back. Years. They you have know? years of relationship, yeah, but they don't have. Robin, Robin and Kirk, they surf together. James is into all the hot rod motorcycle hunting, and then Art, uh, art it seems, is like Lars's new new thing like he he goes to art shows and yeah. he dresses kind of like picasso like he, yeah like <laughs> but they get in the studio and they get on stage and it's just it clicks and yeah. right that's what i see with you guys and, and a lot of these other bands that we've been talking to and i think that that's awesome it's cool to watch as a fan right I, oh, could, yeah. I could fucking i can't play an instrument to save my life dude but when i watch other people do it i love it i love live music yes i mean every right. time i hear that's where it's at it, man i love it i love live music i mean it's awesome so I, and one other place I like watching you guys play is at the um, that barbecue place, man, on Brimhall. Prime cut. Prime cut. Prime cut. When did they start doing that? I had no uh, idea. They, they actually they had us yeah. for a while, but then they stopped doing bands, I believe, for a good time, and then they had us back. And I believe we changed their minds because uh, one of the guys came out here and goes, "All right, we're having these guys back. I like all all the time because they stopped doing bands for a period of time." Yeah, I like that place. I like playing that place. You know. They always get, gets pretty rowdy in there. I like it gets really rowdy. Well, again, I can't think of a place that we thing. play that doesn't really get that rowdy these days. Yeah, once, yeah. once that cock bell comes out, it's kind of like okay. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, <laughs> you know, you know that the cock belt's doing well when you're traveling a couple hundred miles or whatever it is here in Fresno or L.A. or something like that, and they somebody else. See that. Play the cock bell, and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> you know, you know. So you know, I mean, it's good that we have returning fans. Preceding you, yeah. Yeah. you know, we have returning fans. So <laughs> we actually, you know, when we talked about Canada. We had to get it into Canada. Okay, so if you haven't seen this thing, you know, it goes around your waist. It's got a cow belt on it and a drum pedal, and you click it and you gyrate, and it makes the cow belt sound. And a cup. So we, so Gus, Gus took the whole thing apart, and we took, we got it in through customs. This dick belt thing, got it. On, who put it in their bag on the airplane? Was it was in your bag. I think, airplane? yeah, it was in my bag. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, it's an international dick belt now. Yes, it, it would have been wow. great to leave it in there and like to get it X-rayed. It was just going through in one. Piece. Oh, you, should, <laughs> you, should, you should just wore it. Said it's carry-on. This is my carry-on. Oh, Nobody gets to sit in my lap. What would have been the big deal about that? I, I don't think there would have been a big deal just unless somebody. Funny, I mean, you don't the see ev- your your normal day guy walking around with that thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> imagine the question, sir. What like you need to have to try it out right there in an international airport? I hate airport security, man. Yeah, it's. I hate it. If I have to go through airport security, I don't. Yeah. Did you hear about that Amtrak that w- the day it was shot today? It was leaving Modesto and somebody shot the Amtrak train. No, somebody really? Yeah. Just shot it? Yeah, I was getting my haircut right now and and I was on the news. It was leaving Modesto. Or Merced, one of the two, and it was coming to Bakersfield, and somebody shot it. That's with people on it. Stockton. Weird. Yeah, it's 
Yeah, I've ridden the train a couple times. You can actually uh, train's kind of rowdy. You can have fun on the you train. Could, oh yeah, you can drink on the train. Yeah, they have like that, that beer. They, uh, does the one leaving Bakersfield have the beer car? You can bring an ice no, chest on there. Yeah, well, I don't know if you, you're supposed yeah. to, but <laughs> I've, I don't know. I've had about like a 12 pack hiding in a bag one time. Really? Yeah, Dan's yeah, doing it right. I've only ridden on a train once. Oh, it's worth it. Oh, I've been on a train. They actually really? have. Yeah, you can buy shots of alcohol and stuff like that. Your carry on, you bring one of those little zipped up. Ice yeah. chest bags and just get hammered. Just don't fall and off. And that's the train. why then people get shot by cops when they're getting <laughs> off the bus and yeah. trying to stab people. You get a little oh, yeah. too rowdy. Yeah, you just gotta <laughs> make sure. You just gotta make sure you make that step when you get off the train. You don't want to fall in and get sucked underneath or something like that. You know. Yeah, I took one from here to Frisco, but I didn't. I, didn't, I was with my daughter, so I didn't go in the, in the bar car. car. Well, no. there you go. Cool, man. So, uh, B Riders March 11th. March 11th. That's yeah. a show to be at. Is there gonna be a cover charge for that? Yeah, it's five. It's gonna be five bucks. You get, a, you get one ticket. Does you get the raffle ticket? You get the yeah. raffle ticket. more for $3. Yeah, yes, more. Yes, yes. Nice. So, I mean, for $5, if you're lucky, you can get in there. You can get a pair of tickets to go see, you know, go see Joe Bonamassa or something like and that. And walk away with a fantabulous CD. Fantabulous CD. Do you Buy get your price up for your CD yet? Have you guys figured uh, we, we, I think we, we have it locked down. I don't want to say any numbers right now because I'm not positive and stuff like that. So. You guys sell merchandise, though, and you guys got yeah. your shirts. Oh yeah. There's going to be shirts there. There's going to be a new shirt. There, there's supposed to be a new shirt that's going to be out for that one. It's going to be the first one to have our faces on it. Oh, so okay. I'm kind of excited about that. I was telling these guys, I was like, before the band, if the band ever fell apart, I want my face on something. Because I think yes. that would be funny, you know. Dude, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm going to have to pick one up. I know the day of the April 2nd show, I'm going to wear uh, two shirts. I'm going to wear a Navy shirt and a King Connor shirt. There you go. Yeah. Cut them in go. half and sew them together. Oh, <laughs> that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Idea. Yeah, I like that. I'm excited for that show, man. That show is $25, and we'll start putting all the information out on these shows, man. Yeah. Here's a little fun fact <laughs> that I don't know if you guys ever knew about us. No, this is actually serious. All my socks are, are sticky. My name's Will. All my socks are sticky. Yeah. <laughs> Super sticky. They keep my toes locked in place. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, we actually, I dig what you guys were saying about us. and But like Dan said, it took a lot of hard work to get there. And I don't know if you guys knew, like we played a cat house show. And we had to win uh, Battle of the Bands in L.A. It was an Irvine Amphitheater. Yes. And that was like some Bakersfield boys walked in with like 20 uh, against 20 L.A. bands. And you know they had they were trying to do the whole '90s little shenanigans stuff like strippers, strippers. on stage and all this stuff. And I looked at Gus and I'm like, dude, am I gonna have to backflip off this stage or what the <laughs> hell? Like, dude? and then Gus goes, dude, just let the rocking do the talking, man. And I'm like, all right. And we went up there and just some. Bakersfield boys came down from the mountains, man, and we kicked some major <laughs> ass. That happens a lot with us. Yeah. I think that's that's one of the but best parts. We I never sweat it. anything. Like I'll see guitar players are like, like going through their finger motions all the whole time, and I'm just chilling with Dan. We're seeing like some stupid jokes, and then we get up on stage, and it's like on. Do you think time. it's like fifty percent fun, fifty percent just clicking together, or is it eighty percent fun? I would say it's like a hundred percent fun. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. fun all the yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be. I mean, it's, it's shit, man. fun, it's man. Be. Shit, I love coming in here and talking to this guy about just, you know, whatever. We, we click together. We like it. And it's just a podcast. I can imagine getting up on stage and people cheering you on as you're playing solos or doing a drum solo. or well, Standing like, there looking cool playing rhythm guitar. That's know, Dan. Yeah. That's, That's Dan. Dan. <laughs> well, yeah, He's also man, the keyboard I mean, player. We're actually, like, really good with our fans, too. Like, we have a lot of fans that come up and say, you guys help me through this. And you guys, like, we realize, you know, sometimes we have an effect on a lot of people. You guys got that core group. Cause, I mean, you're out of Bakersfield. You guys probably got that core group of fans on it that follows you guys. Oh, man. Lone, totally. You guys play Lone Oak all the time. Oh, yeah. Riders. We're yeah. like your guys' usual spot. They those two. Those two. Backyard parties, and they want us all to be there. Oh, yeah. We're starting to get, you know, you get invited to do other things. 
by your right. fans. They want the band to be there to make an appearance or whatever it is, and you go out and you party with your you they drink want their beer. And that's <laughs> what's cool. When we're not playing it, we saw you guys at you know at B Riders when we weren't playing. Is you go there and the people that do get to put their time and money into you as a band, you get to sit down, have a beer, and, and be and real people. Yeah, you get to know them. That's, yeah, that's I love that. I I, love that's them. one I of my that. favorite things. I love you know? well, and that was as good with you guys at the King Show too, is hanging out with both of you guys, both the bands too. Yeah. Afterwards, you know, everybody was cool. Everybody, we had beers with all you guys, yeah. shot the shit, and everybody's. I talked to August for shit thirty minutes. There I think, know. dude, you need an award. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all <laughs> do it. We oh went man. into a Foo Fighters discussion. Oh, okay, that okay is, that's, that's where that went. He, he's like the Foo Fighters. As, yeah. as, as much as I'm the ACDC guy, he's the Foo Fighters guy yeah, for he's the sure. Foo Fighters guy. Yeah, because yeah. he, he went to the Anaheim show in October that I went to, and then Love Ride was the day after, and he said he didn't go out of it, but somebody had tickets, and I went to both of them, and so we were talking about that for the Foo was Fighters he, conversation. Was, was uh, Dave Grohl on the cast both times, both shows? Yeah. I saw him at, uh, saw the Foo Fighters at, what's the place that opened, uh, the Forum? The Forum. The Forum. If you guys haven't got a chance to see 2000, 2011? No, just this past one. Oh, okay. Just this past I one. saw System of a Down there. Yeah, the Forum's great. The Forum's that, nice now. Place. I think yeah. that's probably one of the best venues, I, big venues I've gone to see. That must have been a good show, huh? Oh, dude, that was probably, honestly, that was probably, the, uh, System of Down, I think, probably gave me my best concert experience I've ever been to. Really? They're, do, they're doing the whole Armenian genocide they break their shit their their show up into different sets and in oh between yeah. in between those sets there's uh you know videos about the Armenian genocide and you know how they are I mean they're just really deep into into that message so right, it, right. you're, you're oh, there yeah. for an experience and well, I think we shouldn't care we shouldn't have to pay attention to that because it's our payback for the Kardashians you know <laughs> those Armenians <laughs> we can't that's right they are Armenians damn it no well, we went to the forum for the wasting light tour in 2011 and then I went to me and my wife went to Dave's birthday show the one where they brought oh, out like Paul Stanley yeah. and David Lee Roth yeah, yeah, and yeah. everybody oh, man. Jack Black yeah. did some ring doos up there Jack Wild yeah and the, when they played in the round rotating stage that's cool man no they played in the round and it was a tiny stage I mean it was like basically like the size of the beer right and they spun that thing around did any of you guys go to that last Motley Crue show or did you care to no 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 I love Motley Crue Musicians are great. I'm not a. I'm not a Vince Neil. It's a chick band, I think. Not yeah. a Vince Neil. Interesting though. I was no. gonna say with that rotating stage show, I think David Lee Roth came out and totally bombed. He did. He came out, but everybody yeah. was into it. Everybody out sang him. He looked really good though. He no, he looked really bald and a little bit. About <laughs> uh, I didn't see the backside, man. There yeah. was about forty pounds more of David Lee Roth out there too. There you go. Slash, Slash was at that one too, right? Slash. Slash there? Yeah, I think he did Immigrant Song immigrant right? yeah. with Jack Black and Kyle yeah. Gass. Yeah. That's right. yeah, and Lemmy was there. Lemmy was there. Lemmy played, and I remember sitting, like, he, he came out and did the last song. They did Rock and Roll, and I was like, I told my wife right now, I was like, I, well, they have another day's birthday show. I don't think he's making it. He was so yeah. gaunt at that yeah. point and pale. And, I mean, I'm surprised because they went on the road up until a couple months before he right. died that he even made it that right. long. Cause he was a fucking animal. He was what a so rocker, frail, man. man. I love I love that he said uh, you know people ask him if he was a metal band or a punk band he said no we're a rock and roll band I think that was my favorite thing yeah. about Lemmy that was bad yeah, I was reading that too the week yeah. that he died yeah. are you guys gonna check Guns N' Roses out at the Coachella shoot I don't tickets are expensive oh uh, not man. at Coachella I've got uh, no, I'm not going to Coachella I've got no purpose to be at Coachella yeah you know I, I don't feel understand like why some of these acts I mean Rage Against the Machine played there and I fucking have never seen Rage Against the Machine it's because my damn Every time I come home on leave, they fucking play right when I had to go back right. to go back on duty and shit. But I don't know, man. I think I might go just to see them. I might I just go there, see them, and then ACDC bounce. even played Coachella, which is 
Oh, ACDC played Coachella, which is like super weird. Like that's like really, really but weird. But they get <laughs> these bands. I think they do it. It's a good selling point. You're gonna get it a lot is a good of people selling point. That's what they're trying I mean, to do. People are gonna want. Well, see that's the thing is they're, they're bringing somebody out. They that's their whole bit is they bring somebody out that hasn't played together in a while. They always bring a surprise act or some big something that somebody hasn't seen in a while. Well, I mean, you also you bring a band out that gets an older crowd out there, and the older crowd's got money to buy drinks and buy merch and that kind of stuff. Man, if I'm going to Coachella right now, I'm gonna buy a couple beers. Sit up. I'm not buying anybody's T-shirt. I'm saving money for beer out in the parking lot. You know what I mean? Let's be real here. Twelve dollar waters and I'm not spending that kind of money. You know, I might go watch the bands and that kind of stuff. But you know, you get somebody who's like ACDC who's kind of older. They're like, I'm taking my kids out there. We're buying everything. We're doing this. Well, I just want to see how Axel acts. I want let them go about four or five shows. (laughs) No. Yeah, but I want to see how he's doing. You know, four or five shows in because if he's making everybody wait for three hours before he comes out and starts pulling all his shenanigans, and I'm not fucking going. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard him sing lately. Oh. Nah, no. Yeah, that's, I have. That's not it's, a good I don't know. Thing. I, it's weird for me to look at these guys get fat. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's the like, weird thing. I don't know. Man, Duff McKagan, you know, the bass Duff player. That guy. Glenn Hughes still looks really good. They look the yeah. same, but then you look at Axel and you're like, dude. dude Remember when Axel came out with the dreads and the Raiders jersey? Yeah, yeah. That's, oh. that's cool. <laughs> looks like Warren Sapp, but nice. fat bastard. It almost looks like a transgender drugs. or something. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of like plastic surgery. Caitlyn Jenner or something. Dude, yeah. I'm hopeful. That's a match made in heaven. Caitlyn Jenner. I don't know, man. I'm going to say I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Yeah, I'm hopeful. I think we're gonna go. I told my wife, I was like, "Look, let's go," because I don't care to see anybody else on that uh, really at all. I might go just for that because growing up when I was a kid, my mom was a big Guns N' Roses fan. My dad kind of, but my dad was actually a real big Cinderella fan. There you go. I'm gonna tell him about that show coming. I guarantee you, he doesn't know. But I, for that reason alone, just growing up on on Guns N' Roses and Slash and fucking, I really just want to go to that show. And then I owe ACDC fans a pretty big fucking thank you. That's a very very sarcastic thank you. Because yeah. they played Dodger Stadium. You were at that show, weren't you? Oh, oh yeah. 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 I went full dressed in the whole Angus uniform, bro. I did like what you did with Slash. I did the Angus. And then Dan showed up dressed as Brian Johnson, like 1980, like Harley Davidson cut sleeve shirt. Yeah, it was, it was cool. awesome. It was yeah. a good show. Well, that was a good show. And I'm an ACDC fan. I love them. But yes. you guys tore our field up and we lost three straight. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, the field got all fucked up and we yeah. lost. We lost. Oh, because of yeah, that. Was it. We lost to the Brewers and then we lost to them. So. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, all right, fuck it. No, cool. You know, I wanted to go to that too, but that was something. We had something going on with our son. So oh yeah. Go, I mean, well, with them, I just never. You never know if you're gonna see him again anymore. You know, it's at that point to where they just like that could be the last one. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, wasn't that guy? Yeah. Didn't one of them get arrested Malc- or something? Oh, the drummer, oh, the drummer Phil, Phil Rudd. So Phil Rudd. Is from Australia, right? Or New yeah, Zealand? Something. He lives in New Zealand. Anyway, he he's incarcerated in New Zealand. He got he got caught up because he hired a hitman, and then was caught with I don't know how many ounces of like methamphetamine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> on his and person, the, the yeah. hookers involved and all kinds of stuff. Hookers, coke, so guns. So, so he's guys in jail right now. Silly goose. Um, I think he's he can't house arrest leave or something. New Zealand. Oh, yeah. so, so they had a guest drummer at that show in L.A. Then, yeah. Well, no, yeah, they brought they brought Chris Slade. The whole, right? the whole yeah, we're g- yeah we're going full circle back to the Razor's Edge thing that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. They got the, Chris they've Slade got Chris Slade on, on okay. Razor's Edge, okay. and he's back with them now. Phil Rudd's first go around. Okay, I didn't know that because I was like, going. holy shit, what a fucking. Yeah. But with that guy, it's weird because. It's weird because, like, he waited, like, all this time to do, like, he was so steady for so many years, and now that he's older, he's like, all right, I'm hitting it hard now. Let's just say he got caught. Oh, yeah, maybe he just got caught. But did they ever decide what, what was wrong with Malcolm? Is it Alzheimer's? It was Alzheimer's, yeah. That's what I Alzheimer's, thought. Alzheimer's, yeah. 
that sucks, man, to have that such extensive of a catalog of songs and then be, you know, to have albums like that and then, you know, not be able to remember how to play them. You wonder when they probably, like, he hit black, back in black three times in a row during a set and they're like, what the fuck is this guy? They, like, we're having to reteach him songs. Yeah, apparently he was, like, he would be practicing before the show would start and he was playing songs that they hadn't played in the set list since, like, 78 or something like that. That'd be tough, huh? That would be that, and that's just sad all around, yeah. man. Dude, I'd rather like go out in a, I'd rather go out in a plane crash, man. I swear, <laughs> I, I would, dude, because well, that that that's that's, so. that's Randy Rhodes. Yeah, dementia scary, man. Like is, that's what it is. Is it dementia or is it? I think dementia. St- it, it goes from dementia to Alzheimer's, right? Something like that. Wow. It's kind of a. That's fucking. Scary. I'm not positive. That's fuck. I was reading something the other day that multiple concussions and shit lead to that. Hmm. I told my wife, I was like, just fucking take me out back, like on fucking Walking Dead, and be like, look at the flowers. Look, look at the flowers. Look at the flowers. Walking Dead. That's a Walking Dead reference for all you Walking Dead fans. You know. Oh, Dan's doing. a Walking Dead fan. He's been watching it since he was three. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched What'd it. What did you think about last night? Last night? Uh, it was all right. It was kind of a slow episode. It was I all right. I, I, I love that fucking He fell asleep. Do you, like, you like Fear the Walking Dead? No, I'm not going to wait for time with that. Oh, right. dude. That's dude. What, I fucking love it. I like I, it more, I think. I'm not a TV show guy, really, but The Walking Dead, I've invested too much time in, man. I mean, you're not going to catch me watching too many shows, but The Walking Dead, I'm good. I just Dead pumped out two years ago. said, I'm done. Tired of this fucking show. He gave oh. up right <laughs> before it got good again. It did there slump for a little bit. Good again. Let me see. Okay, here's what's going to happen. Zombies are going to they're gonna move to a new place, and everything's going to look cool, and this town's going to be nice. And then there's a dark secret behind this town. Every fucking time they oh go to man. the farm. <laughs> yeah. They go to the farm. And what they, oh, it's all until Rick wakes up. It's gonna be a big dream. Uh, don't fuck was that, was that like that eighty soap opera? Really? Uh, yeah. No, the, see, I think yeah, he's been, Dallas or something stupid like that. My theory. I don't is mean to talk about one. Dallas. Either. He's what? My theory is he's patient one, mm-hmm. and the entire show is a hallucination, and he's zero. That's why they don't. You know, there, nobody knows the cause of what causes shit. So I think he's – and he's having his hallucination do this entire show because of the zombies. They always hallucinate, and they trip out before it, they it go. It comes from, comes from pink eye, from farting on your friend's pillow. I'm sitting here rubbing my eye. Goddamn. There you go. Pink eye. Always turning no, into a zombie. Cool, Talk politics. No, I'm kidding. No, no we can't. No, <laughs> no, I don't do politics. That was, a, that was a fat really, joke for me. Really quick because I'm, I'm sure that you guys are probably more enlightened on this than Are we going politics? But what's up with – Donald Trump taking money from a guy that used to lead the KKK. What? I didn't hear that story. <laughs> I heard no, so, that so, sounds like a Facebook so, post, man. No, He's no. taking money from him too. What the fuck? No. <laughs> All right. No. No. So what it is is he got endorsed by the KKK. Okay. Did and he actively get endorsed? By the they yeah. just they, they just support basically said they're throwing their support. And I think David Duke said he's throwing a support behind him. And so which what that did. What that did is a bunch, a bunch of KKK members saw that and started coming out across the country. Gay or coming out and saying? Well, not coming out the closet. Well, both. Both <laughs> but You've seen Deliverance, right? Yeah. They, yeah. they went to Anaheim this weekend because there was a rally or something there, and they thought, well, well, you know, we just endorsed Donald Trump. Let's come out. And they got beat up pretty oh, bad. Oh, man. They got beat up pretty bad. Well, then they ended up stabbing some with a flag. They had like but here's a what's cool. They got beat up by a black guy, a white guy, and a Mexican dude. Awesome. That sounds like the start of a joke. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so a couple KKK guys got yeah. beat up by a white guy. But then I guess so I was at the barbershop today, and, and Donald Trump was, I guess, refused. He's not accepting that endorsement from the KKK. Well, they had asked – I somebody had asked him, I think, yesterday something about – and he was like, well, I don't know who he was, whatever. He kind of kind of went a little bit that he didn't know, so they hopped on him on that. So who knows? I mean, the, the weird thing about it is is I'm pretty sure that the – then they didn't make this big deal, but I'm pretty sure the Black Panthers were behind Obama when he was running. Oh. I'm sure, yeah. I have no idea. 
I, mean, I don't follow any of them. There's gonna be those <laughs> types of people out there, no matter and what. You can't stop people from following yeah, you, you anyway, no matter. Yeah, you can't stop people from following you, and you can't link the people to the followers. You know, yeah. I think people take that out of hand like way too many times. I think the pa- I think music powerful. Music can bring people together in a lot of ways, and that's why I yes. love. I mean, I'm talk. We're, we're gonna have some rappers on this show. I'm trying to get local rappers. I'm trying to get in. Dan actually knows how to rap. Yeah. Just give us one, Dan. He's rapped on the it's one of our secret recordings. It's not Christmas time. It's the only time I rap. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so maybe what we should do is write a song supporting Trump. Shoot. <laughs> 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 Trump, the s- Trump the chump. The Trump. <laughs> we will Trump. No, we will triumph that. with you Trump. Know, you know, I think one of the biggest. I think one of the biggest problems. One of the biggest problems is giving attention where it shouldn't be given. I think that's the biggest problem, man. You know, you have a bunch of KKK guys' attention that's just going to feed it. Media needs to start putting attention on good things. Well, that's what I said when they read this thing about the KKK doing this rally and that guy got stabbed on Saturday. I was like, the Klan must have the best fucking press people because what is there, 40 people in the Klan anymore? There's five to 40 people in the Klan. But anytime more than one of them gets together – Somebody puts on a hood or whatever, even if they don't even put on a hood, but they wear the black with the Nazi cross, and it's all over every news source everywhere. Those guys got to have the best goddamn press coverage ever. You know, everybody's got a group of asshats. You know, it's yeah. like leave them alone or don't don't leave them alone, but don't give them attention. It's kid acts up when you give them attention. That's you what just, they want. Yeah, you put you them in a corner, man. Let them look stupid. Let people look stupid and move on. Don't give people <laughs> to Hard to ignore, but I try to ignore it. Like last night, yeah. I ignored the whole fucking ostrich thing. The only time I watched it was for your boy, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. I watched it. That was pretty cool. Dave Grohl. Yeah. 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 That guy, you know, I got to admit, for the longest time, I wasn't into Foo Fighters, but I'm a big fan of Dave Grohl. Mm -hmm. Essential rock star, I think, right now, and I like that guy. He he has a good attitude. I didn't watch it. Watch the Oscars either, but how about Mad Max walking away with six Oscars? Whoa. Nothing major, okay. right? No, it's all major. I love that fucking movie. I do too. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. No, no, I'm saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> for, the, for that film to walk away with six, it, I think it had the the most Oscar wins. Yeah, it did. It um, did. No, I mean nothing for like best picture. It was, it or was like, like that. Uh, makeup, special effects, sound. There's a lot of sound. I think they won all the sound. They won ones. all the yeah. sound. So they beat Star Wars on those and the special effects. Actually, though, the special effects one, I actually thought the Revenant should have won. Have you guys any of you guys seen the Revenant? I don't know. I've no. actually been come across a bear before, and it looked nothing like that. But I that haven't. bear attack, I didn't. I mean that bear attack. Uh, we were watching it, and I told my wife, I was like, "That's a ballsy fucking stunt, man. That's taking that from that bear." Well, they took that. Not. They yeah. took that. And they took that straight from the Great Outdoors, man. John Candy already did that scene. But then I was like, "Oh, it's CGI." I was like, "That bear's getting a little too excited." If that's a stunt, man, because you guys ain't stopping it. If that bear's going that far, and then you know you realize really that it was all CGI. Seen, did he really no, get raped I never by seen the bear? It. No. Okay. Right. Well, he was. Well, he got fucked by the bear, but he didn't get raped yeah, by the bear. There was no penetration, but someone bear. No, that yeah, was no, a rumor going tell on. Will that he did. Yeah, Will. Oh, hold Will. On. No, I've yes, never seen it. Will. No, Will the bear. I've never seen it, but if it's a movie about him, somebody getting fucked by. Do you wonder how the Bernstein Bears were able to That's communicate right. and talk, and they wore pants and shit? Yeah, Leo's there. Because, because of, of this story. movie. Yeah, it was the origin story. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Well, as far as Mad Max, I think I'm the only person besides you now. So now we're two. Oh, I love Mad Max. Two of one. We're growing. Two people that liked it. I thought it should have won something just for dude on the on the truck playing the guitar. Dude, you said they. You said they won. That you said they won Star Wars for sound effects. Do you, do you think they're they, they have a guy they, in the corner going like, Pew, 
<laughs> no. Now the one though that I thought was interesting, I haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, the one that got Best Picture was that Spotlight Spotlight movie. Is that the one with Christian Bale? No, no. no. This is the one about Mark Ruffalo and the exposing the Catholic exposing priest the Catholic race priest. in Boston. Yeah, based on true story. Ooh. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm watch have to it watch today. That one. Based on true story. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. It's yeah. on in demand right now. Uh, what right, on pay per view? Yes. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Yeah. When I saw that today, when I was reading through it, I was like, wow. I haven't seen Revenant. Uh, I did see uh, Concussion. That was cool. I finally saw that. He got me to see that. Everest is a really good fucking movie, man. That's a good movie to watch, like with a chick. Cool. But did you guys see Deadpool? Oh god, I'm yes. not. I'm not hopping I on saw that it train, man. man. It's pretty finally. good, man. Uh, and as a, as a diehard Marvel fan, that's the longest one that I, I. It had a lot of reasons why I just wasn't in a hurry to watch it, but that was fucking awesome. It was. It was. Colossus was fucking cool. I like oh, yeah, the way, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. the way they portrayed him. Did you like it? I did, but it it seemed like because of their low budget constraints, it just seemed like there was something missing. And yeah. it was great though. And the good, good thing movie? about yeah, just good like movie. definitely good. <laughs> no, I said you said there was something missing. Just said, from it, just like there was just something it didn't have. I don't know, and I can't even tell you what it is. And then did you? But did you hear all the 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 shit that they're getting over? Um, because people were debating if that last fight scene if it was on one of the helicarriers. Yeah, it was. And, and it had to be. The, the thing is, dry dock standing there, and it had turbines on the side of it because that's a that's a property of Disney, the helicarrier. So they were wondering if there's going to be lawsuits involved with that and stuff. Was was one of the low bu- budget constraints the, his costume? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know he wears it everywhere. Yeah. Like I guess, I guess what he was saying. I was watching an interview on the last day of filming. He didn't take it off. He fucking. He just hung uh-huh. around in it and then hopped in his car and left the studios and he fucking goes all around wearing it. And he's uh-huh. like, I was born to play Deadpool. I think that is. I think there are some actors who are born to play some roles. Man. Christian Bell is an amazing actor. You know who's also coming back right now is Michael Keaton. He's in that Yes, movie. dude. Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. He's in Spotlight. He's in Spotlight. Spotlight. He's in Spotlight and, and yes. I, he had a good year last year with, uh, what's that? Birdman. Birdman or something like that. Birdman. Yeah, oh, come, come on. Birdman. Dan is the Birdman. I know tonight I'm gonna probably gonna watch a couple movies. I'm gonna watch Spotlight. I wanna watch which one you were just talking about? No, Spotlight's the one with the Catholic. Debbie does Dallas Spotlight, and uh, banging Sarah Palin. That's what I. Nailing Palin. Banging Sarah Palin. Nailing Palin. Nailing Palin. In Diana Jones. In Diana Jones. On the list. Forrest, oh, dude, don't say Palin because it's gonna make you think that my wife made me watch a goddamn Full House reunion shit on Netflix. Well, the other night. Oh, she made you. Man, she made you. Dude, oh, did she tie no. you up in a chair? I get it. <sighs> Good husband. What made me think about it is you said Palin. The fucking oldest has she's been up north with her hockey boyfriend too much, her hockey husband, and she has this thing. Okay, we're gonna go down. Oh fuck. Oh yeah, that's right. Making a murderer. Yeah, that was our first episode, episode one of the Chad and Randy show. We had the Stephen Avery project on our first episode. Really? Yeah. I'm not smart, ma. I'm not smart. Yeah. And the guy. You know, that was, you know, going into that, I thought, have you watched it all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I thought. Okay, now we're going to lost, okay. lost that day of my I, life. So everyone here has seen it. Yeah. You've well, maybe it? not. You haven't? Okay. Will's a part of the Avery family, and he's not allowed to watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch all too much TV, man. Well, they were, he was raped by a bear. All right, we're done with that. Derek watches everything raped That's by a bear. I'm know. all caught up. Full circle I, I, deliverance. I thought he was 100% innocent, and then we had the dude on. And I don't know, something just didn't, something doesn't seem right the more and more I talk about it. I think that there was some, I don't think he actually did it. I think somebody somewhere in that yard knew something. Yeah. You know, I think somebody knew something. And I think, you know, that the one I feel most sorry for is that kid. 
Yeah, that kid. I feel absolutely horrible for that kid. I think there should be a project. What's that kid's name? I already forgot. The, the nephew. Brendan. Brendan. That dude. Yeah, he's like, hey, am I gonna, gonna be go home, home and watch WrestleMania? Am I gonna be home for WrestleMania? It's like, dude, you're on murder. You're on. <laughs> you're fucking going to jail for murder, man. You're not watching WrestleMania, homie. Huh? Well, he might. And I feel bad. <laughs> they might still show. He might be wrestling. Yeah. I, feel, I feel bad though. Dude. No whole I mean, part match if in the if shower. If Cold was on it, I would have watched it, man. That, that that's a sad story, but that's a good documentary. You know, another documentary on Netflix that I watched last night is called Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. What is it about nightmares? But well, it's about but it's about people getting sleep paralysis and some of the shit that people see. Have you ever had sleep paralysis ever? Is that where you what think where you kind of wake up but you can't move? It's mm-hmm. where yeah, it's where it's where yeah. you're like you're. Well, I have it a lot, dude, and it's fucking scary. You, you're half awake, you're, so you're awake, and it's like you're not fully awake, but you can't fucking move. Oh you no, move. I had that happen to me a good like maybe two, three times. You and were, it's terrifying, he was, right? He was actually yeah. tied up. No, dude, like I wake up. And <laughs> you I'm see like, the aliens in your you ass hurts a little bit. But like, it, it very well could have been like you know maybe I slept on my arm, my arm fell asleep or something. I don't know. No. <laughs> there has been a time where I actually woke up. I was in a scary part of a dream, maybe about to get stabbed or something. But really, I woke up and I was like falling off the bed. And you just see a bear walk out of the room. Goes, <laughs> Never mind. No, it's just a bad no dream. Don't worry bears, about it. This is, this is some Shrek is love shit. It's, it, it's, it's, it's definitely like I, I got an hour and a half into it and I was like, fuck this. I'm out. Like, I, How long yeah. is it? It's a, about That's two hours, but you go through all the night for the last thirty yeah. minutes, man. Dude, no, I mean, I'm gonna late, watch it. It was late, and I was like, "Fuck this, I'm done." I'm gonna have to fucking sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah. That's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's called I'm gonna Nightmare. watch that, man. And it's different people, and and some of the things that they witness, and some of the things they say that they see when they go into sleep paralysis. It's pretty pretty wild shit, man. Wow. I don't know. It's just I a just mom from Honey Boo Boo, and you can't move. <laughs> 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 you can't <laughs> sit in on your face. If you ever get a chance, and and, and Dan just mentioned it, go on YouTube and type in Shrek is Love. Shrek is love. Shrek, Shrek and Bone Tomahawk. Shrek oh, yeah. is love. Bone right. Tomahawk. Yeah. Hey, hey, we'll we'll add that to our we'll tag it in our in our yeah. description of the Shrek episode. So, so, so you you could probably do a whole radio show on just That's watching yeah. Shrek is love. <laughs> what is it? Man? It, it reminds me of the yeah, of the bear, bear yeah. you guys were talking about a little bit. It's just. Oh, yeah, I wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. Circled it. He circled it. I know circled you can't, it, I can't man. It. That means it's official, huh? You could write down everything somebody's telling you. And you're like, I'm not gonna see this shit. But if you circle it, you're going to it, man. Oh, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yeah. What is wrong with Bone you? Tomahawk? I'm sorry. Oh, that's a feel-good movie of the year right oh, yeah. there. Oh, dude, that's a good-ass movie. Bone okay. Well, shit, man. I got some homework to do. Oh yeah. I watched this video, of Man on a Buffalo. Did you see that one? I'm on a buffalo. I'm a man on a buffalo. Dan has actually told me a weird story that I believe for like half a minute that he's actually ridden on a buffalo. Oh, I'm not going to be able to repeat this. I don't remember <laughs> that song. I knew it went well when he, like, a week later tried to get me to tell that story to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't remember it? Well, I just. You're like, I fucking Dude, look at that. <laughs> look at that beard, man. Tell me you wouldn't believe it. All right, man. So March 11th, uh, B Riders on White Lane here in Bakersfield. Five dollars at the door. Get a free raffle ticket. Win some concert tickets for coming up. And then the big show April 2nd. April 2nd. Cool. Tickets are on sale at the Fox and on E Tickets. Right? Is it E Tickets? I can't remember this. Fox Box Office. Fox Box Office, or just go to Bakersfield Rocks the Fox. I'm sure you guys will have it on your Facebook page. Yeah. It's on the Chapman and Randy Show Facebook page, and there is a Facebook page called Bakersfield Rocks the Fox. But check it out. Thanks, guys, for coming in, man. I really yeah, appreciate this. Us. We'll be right. we'll be hanging out on March 11th at B-Riders for the album release party. And I really appreciate it, man. Awesome. Thanks, right. guys. Thank you. Chapman and Randy Show, out. Yeah.